This is Tuesday, January 18th, and in this week of our podcast, we're examining the promise of pleasure to give us meaning in life and to fill the void in our hearts. Now, our teacher, the son of King David, was immensely successful, and his success afforded him access to all manner of pleasures. Here is what he says. Ecclesiastes 2, 1-3 I said in my heart, Come now, I will test you with pleasure. Enjoy yourself. But behold, this also was vanity. I said of laughter, It is mad and of pleasure. What use is it? I searched with my heart how to cheer my body with wine, my heart still guiding me with wisdom, and how to lay hold of on folly till I might see what good what was the good for the children of man to do under heaven during the few days of their life. Now our teacher set off on his hunt 3,000 years ago, but it may as well have been today. It reminds me the story of a famous French philosopher, Michel Foucault. He ended up in California in the 1970s during the time of experimentation with drugs and sex. One night, Out on the edge of Death Valley, he and two others tripped on LSD. Foucault said of this experience, The sky exploded, and the stars are raining down on me. I know this is not true, but it is the truth. This experience, among others, hooked Foucault into a world of pleasure-seeking through sex and drugs that spun through his life like a tornado, leaving everything displaced and much destroyed. At one point during an interview, he said, I would like and hope that I'll die of an overdose of pleasure of any kind. Now, when asked to explain what he meant and how that might happen, he said, Because I think that the kind of pleasure I would consider as the real pleasure would be so deep, so intense, so overwhelming, that I couldn't survive it. I would die. Now, you could say... Foucault really took the teacher's test and pushed it to the limit. How deep can pleasure go? How much can I get out of it, even if it kills me? This is the age we are living in. Pain and pleasure reign in our lives as the masters that determine what we do every day. We end up serving them. They become idols promising something they cannot provide. They cannot give us true joy. Why not? Well, as we learned on Sunday, first pleasures are subject to the law of diminishing returns. The more you have, the more you need to create the first experience that you had, the first encounter. But the problem is that there are limits. So in the end, pleasure ends up destroying the ability to actually enjoy pleasure. One celebrity got honest about this a few years ago. He discovered that immersing himself in porn robbed him of actually being able to enjoy sexual intimacy with a real person, his partner. The teacher says, this is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. The difference is that the teacher said when he experimented with with pleasure, he didn't lose his head. He knew that checked out, he'd be in no condition to work on his question about the meaning and purpose of life. Perhaps for some people that is the point. If you can check out, you don't have to feel the pain and disappointment of of your life, of our world. This is the epidemic of our time. Drug overdoses. Why feel the pain in your life if you don't have to? 
A man I know was drawn into illegal drug use after a sports injury. The prescription drug his doctor provided helped him feel removed from the pain of his injury and the loss of not being able to participate. But it did more than that. It seemed to hold at bay the feelings of disappointment from being sidelined. And soon, what was meant to help, to help him recover, was being used to check out. This is the danger of our pleasures. They're too weak to produce the joy we long for, but plenty strong to rob us of life. Now, in all this conversation about pleasure, the goal is not to be a killjoy. Instead, it's to give us wisdom to accept the gifts we can receive through pleasure without expecting what only God can provide to us. I want to return to Michael Foucault. His pleasure hunger soon became a dangerous addiction that led to his premature death at the age of 57. He received, in a sense, the outcome he said he'd wanted. He died of pleasure. I think our difficulty is learning to live with pleasure, to live with pleasure in a healthy way. How can we do that? I think as we find our deepest joy in Jesus, we can learn to enjoy the pleasures God gives us in life without coming to to live for them, without being controlled and dominated by those desires. As Augustine, the church father, said, Seek what you seek, but not where you're seeking it. Let's pray. Forgive us, Father, for trading joy in you for a bowl of stew. We settle for so little when we have been offered life abundant. Lead us by your Spirit, O Lord, that we might not give our hearts to anything beside you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.